I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. She is packed into her blue short shorts, like a couple of scoops of cherry vanilla ice cream. Her stretchy halter top is stretched about as far as it can stretch, and it's smudged a little off-center from working in her garden. She looks up at me with those dark chocolate eyes, and she tosses her long honey golden hair over her left shoulder, and she flashes me with that slow, sweet smile of hers. Her house is about half the waypoint on my daily bike ride, and the sun is roasting the trees. The macadam's getting soft, it's so hot. My shirt is sweat wet and a little man smelly, and she says, how about a drink? And then she turns the garden hose on me, and I can hear her laughing as she disappears for a moment behind a curtain of cold water hitting my face and arms. She had just moved in a few months ago, severely disrupting the balance of estrogen and testosterone in the neighborhood, and she knows it, and she loves it. I jump off my bike and I go chasing after her, and she trails a catch-me-if-you-can laugh behind her and runs straight for her swimming pool and, and dives in. <laughs> How do you like that for a fantasy, huh? It's the kind of scenario that is usually running happily through my head while I'm out listening to my CD player and pumping up and down these hills out here and just working out on my bike every day. It's never actually happened, of course, but it could, you know? At least that's what I keep telling my lady wonder wench. And as all Louie Louie generation husbands know, it never hurts to plant a kind of silly seed of suspicion there in, in a wife's fertile imagination. Now, I'm not talking about some kind of big, nasty, serious, oh my God, he's cheating on me kind of seed. You know, just a little silly seed like that. It's usually good for at least an oh yeah kind of giggle and sometimes you get her competitive juices going well enough and Sometimes I'll get a guy something even better than a giggle, you know? But today, that little voice in my head was overriding even my, my fondest fantasies. You know that little voice in your head? You know, the one that I was telling you about before. The little voice that's always making sarcastic comments to you about what you're doing, you know? And, and singing songs that sometimes you even hate for no apparent reason over and over and over again, right at the top of its lungs. You know... That little voice in your head. Well, it was singing a song that I really hated to me today. It's a song from an old Broadway show called Oklahoma. It was a big hit. That was the worst song in the show. It's called My Boy Bill. My boy Bill is as tall and as strong as an oak. It is a stupid, tuneless, vapid piece of junk. Why was that voice in my head singing it over and over and over again? I couldn't get it to stop. I turned up the Ramsey Lewis CD that I had in my player to, to stun, and that voice still wouldn't go away. No matter how hard I tried, you know, my imaginary Miss Stretchy Top simply wouldn't come out to play because that voice just kept going on and on. I was getting a little bit annoyed, and I knew that part of the problem, I guess, was I was just having kind of a cranky day. I was really worried about a, a rather important letter that I was expecting, actually a rather large check. And the mail was unusually late. 
and it usually is there before I start my bike ride, but it wasn't, you know, and, and I had kind of visions of checks that I had already written on that money bouncing around like a basketball at some kind of an NBA playoff game. But I started my ride anyway, and I figured, you know, it'll be there when I get back, you know. But meantime, I had really had it with my boy Bill going around in my head. So I tried the small plane pilot in the airliner emergency scenario. That, that's the one where the stewardess comes on the PA system and she says, the captain and the first officer are sick. Is there another pilot on this plane? Please, we need your help. And I stand up from my seat and I flash my small plane pilot license at her and, and she lets me into the cockpit where I roll the two unconscious pilots out of their seats and heroically navigate through the hurricane and, and land the plane safely to the applause of Lady Wonder Wench and, and all on board. Now, that one always works for me, but not today. My boy, it wouldn't stop. My most trusted fantasies had deserted me. I had no idea where the where the letter with a check in it was, and I, and I needed that check, you know. And there didn't seem any way I could put a cork in that damn little voice and his my boy Bill. So I tried solving some of the questions that had been bothering me for a while. Actually, these are questions that I sometimes throw at other people to watch their eyes go rolling in opposite directions. You know, questions like, who actually wrote down the Ten Commandments? Not who was the author. I'm not messing with that one. I mean, who physically wrote them down? I mean, there's no God printing and publishing company, you know? So who wrote them down for the first time? Then I tried figuring out where I go when I go to sleep. That didn't work either. So I even tried my Catherine Zeta-Jones scenario, which I won't describe to you, but trust me, it always works. But not today. Just my boy Bill kept going on and on. Anyway, last couple of hundred yards of my bike workout are up a pretty steep hill. My bike doesn't have any gears, and I did that on purpose because I need the exercise. That's why I got the bike to begin with. But I have to tell you, pumping up that last hill really takes a, takes a weightlifter's huff and puff. Have you ever heard that? It goes, <sighs> yeah, that kind of way, you know. Plus a couple of grunts that sound a little bit like can do, can do, can do. So the, the last thing I needed when I got to the top of the hill was some wise guy mailman looking at me and puffing on his obnoxious cigar and, and laughing, you know, while he's stuffing the mail into my mailbox. I, I was glad that he had finally gotten there, you know, and I've known the guy for years, and we like to give each other kind of a hard time, you know, like guys do. But I was huffing and puffing, and I was worried about that letter with the check, and I was in no mood for his BS. So I looked him right in the eye and I said, what's so funny, Bill, you know? And the little voice in my head stopped singing and started laughing his head off. Yeah, the male guy's name is Bill. It wasn't a coincidence at all. This is a true story. And that little voice in my head had the last laugh again. Six details, a bunch of interesting but totally unimportant facts for you to stuff in your left ear so you can squeeze the important things that are keeping you awake out of your head through the other ear and you can just nod off to sleep. The term high five 
evidently was invented by Glenn Burke of the Los Angeles Dodgers in 1977. And every time I hear that term, I mean, it's a fun thing to do and it's a fun thing to watch, but it's a weird name, the high five. It always sounds like a drunken basketball team to me. Why is that? The Washington Monument can be stored horizontally inside the Capitol building in the event of an alien attack. Can you imagine the first thing the aliens attack, the president gets on, he said, my fellow Americans, we're under attack, so we're going to take the Washington Monument down and store it horizontally inside the Capitol building. Not if we elected Arnold Schwarzenegger. If we elected Arnold Schwarzenegger presidency, he could just rip it out of the ground and use it as a spear to drive those evil aliens out. Just a thought. The first person to fly over both the North and the South Pole was obviously some kind of pilot. He even had the perfect pilot's name. His name? Richard Byrd. Dicks the Tales. They take your mind off your mind. It was the middle of the night at WNEW Radio in New York. The phones were quiet. It was like the only people alive were just the guy on the control board and me. Lady Wonderwench was in Boston, and I knew she was listening through the static. I had something that I thought was important to tell her. It went something like this. I miss you. I miss lying on newly green May warm grass with you and licking strawberry ice cream from our fingers because we forgot to bring spoons. I miss you waking up afraid in thunderstorms. Your smile under closed eyes when your hand sneaks into mine. I miss the natural scent of you between clean sheets and finding strands of your hair curled into question marks on my sleeve, as if you were still there, asking, do you love me? I miss the little things that you could do for yourself, opening jars and killing spiders for you. I miss the clenching and caressing of making love with you, the way you smile when we We'd poetry together. There was a time when you made me feel that you breathe because I wanted you to. There was a time I believed in yesterday. But I miss you too much for that. Because yesterday never comes again. That's called I Miss You. It's from the Bedtime Stories personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, of course, or if you want a fresh copy, you can go back to DickSummer.com and download it from CD Baby. And before we tuck you in and put you to sleep, I wanted to ask you, have you you heard Stairway to Heaven or maybe something by the doors on the radio lately? But you know that that's not called classic rock. 
Do you ever wonder who really brought that music to American radio and what name he gave it? It's called classic rock now. It was called underground rock before that. But that wasn't the original name that was given to that kind of music. All the way back in 1964, there was a guy who really pioneered that music in American radio. And they've got it wrong in the Rock and Roll Museum. The guy's name was Al Hickok. The story is in the current edition of the Dick Summer Connection blog. That's back at DickSummer.com. If you're interested in that kind of music, I hope that you'll go and take a look at Al's story. It's a true story. And I know it is because I was there. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.